Now on to the report. Welcome to Reborn Report. I'm Don Pfeiffer. And I'm DJ Pfeiffer. This is our first podcast. Very first episode. Very first one. Today is just going to be a little bit of an introductory episode. Tell you who we are, what we're doing, and why we're doing it. Well, I believe God is real. I believe the Bible is true. And it has taken me several years to get to where I'm at with my faith and my belief. And to me, the purpose of this podcast is to help people have an understanding from a non-religious standpoint. We don't like religion very much. We like relationship. I believe God's reality in relationship, not religion. Right. I believe religion is man-made. Yeah. And I want to show scientific reasons and give people some... Well, that's going to be the first few episodes after this one. Yeah. So stay tuned. We're going to say, and we're going to ask the question, is God real? Is the Bible true? And we're going to answer those questions with science. Not just using the Bible and Christianity. We're going to use science. I believe you'll be able to add a lot to that, being a science major at the well, I'm University a biology of Buffalo. Major. Biology major? Biology, not science. At the University of Buffalo. Yep. Um, DJ, give us a little background about yourself. You don't want to go first? I think you should go first. Tell us All right. your story first. All right, well... I became a Christian when I was a teenager, younger than you, mm-hmm. and um, it changed my life. But I spent the majority of my adult years doing what I wanted to do the way I wanted to do it. Not relying on God? No, I relied on God. I prayed to God. I went to church. But... I guess I still wanted to live my life the way I wanted to live it and do what I wanted to do. Right. And I didn't have a real good understanding um, about the Bible. Um, I read it quite a bit, but I didn't understand the relationship versus religion aspect of it. Yeah. And until I did, until... You didn't understand how important it was. Well, I think God's always been important to me since I got saved, but I guess I want to say I took my faith to another level. Yeah. When it was a verse in the Bible that says, if you seek me and seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you. Mm -hmm. And when I started reading the Bible, because I wanted to know if God was real or not. Right. When I started researching science because I wanted to know myself Mm -hmm. if God was real. When I started researching science because I wanted to know if the Bible was true and dependable. Yeah. 
I mean, why waste your all your time on something that's not real or relevant? Uh, I've heard right. I've heard Christianity called a feel good religion, and to me, I didn't want it to be that. If there is a God, I wanted to know. But how yeah. would you? How would you know? You know. So that's what the purpose of this podcast. I well, that's not the purpose of this podcast, well, but we are going to go over that. Yeah, one of my one of my purposes, one of my goals mm-hmm. is to share it's definitely a goal is to share how God became more real to me. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's, I can't be the only one who got saved as a teenager and still questioned. Um, not question if God was real or not. I don't think I question that. But God certainly wasn't part of my everyday life experience walk. Yeah. When I needed something, when I had a problem, I'd pray to him. Mm-hmm. And I think he's much more than that. Right. And uh, when things didn't go my way, uh, when when I had problems that I didn't get the answers I thought I should. I think sometimes I might even blame God for it. Well, God, if you were real, then why did this happen? If the Bible's true, why did that happen? And I did that out of my own ignorance and my lack of understanding, first of all, of what God's word really says. Yeah. I mean, the way you get to know God is read his word. You know, and when God's word became an instruction book for my life, then my faith went from here to here. And what caused that to happen in your life? Was there any moments that you can point well, that to? Well, yeah, when my dad was sick, um, when I experienced uh I remember when Grandpa, illness. Grandpa was sick, you, you bought those, is it the God's Will to Heal tapes by Keith Moore? Yeah, it was God's Will I to Heal I remember listening series. to those in the car for like months, that, years. That... That was a, one of my eye-opening things. Uh, there's other ministers and other ministries that have some good material, um, but Keith Moore's uh, ministry and his his belief that it's absolutely God's will to heal anyone of anything at any time. He said something once that I took to heart, and he said, if you will take enough of God's word long enough. Like a medicine. Yeah, it'll kill you of anything. Kill you or cure you? Cure you. <laughs> cure you. <laughs> it'll heal you of anything. How about that? That's good. That's good. So that's we'll a whole, definitely go into that further. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole uh, separate podcast. But separate anyway, series, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but the purpose of today is just to say uh, we're here. We're going to be doing this, I believe, weekly. Weekly at first, maybe more so. Later on. Um, But I want to show practical, real science um, and how it supports the Bible Mm -hmm. and that you can find out and you can know for sure that God is real and that the Bible is true. And you don't just have to take it from a religious blind faith statement like you just have to believe. Right, right. So for you, I believe that's easier for people my age. Yeah, but for people your age, yeah, to tell tell a twenty year old you just have to believe they won't do it. No, no, 
not going to happen. So to summarize your story and your purpose for this podcast, I'd say it's for people who aren't all in with God to show them why they should be, help them understand why they should be. Is, is that correct? Well, let me tell you something. Show them why God is real and why that should be the most important thing in their life. There's such a thing as living a blessed life. Yeah. And look, at we all look for miracles. Miracles are real. Miracles happen. Uh, if there is a God, he's a God of miracles. Yeah. But there's a place I believe you can get when you understand God and you understand his word where you can get his favor and his blessing in your life each and every day. Mm-hmm. And I've learned it's, in the it's last... It's a process, though. It's a process. And it's it's a it's a it's a process that I believe that our churches in general haven't taught people very well. No. I think our churches have been very good at teaching people who God is and who Jesus was. How to get saved. How to get saved. But to walk the life of a kingdom life of victory. Churches nowadays aren't very good at making disciples. Some churches are. Some are, yeah, yeah. But I'd Um, say the average church. I I don't want people to think that we're religious. Right, no. I don't like religion. No. If you know anything. I love God. I love Jesus. I love God's word. But I'm not a big fan of man's religion. No, no. Uh, Along with religion, there comes traditions and all these ways to do things that aren't really in the Bible. I don't believe you have to have a PhD in Bible (laughs) in order to understand that's where. Yeah, yeah, I got a PhD in Bible. Listen, just pick up the word, pray about it, and read it like it's real. Expect something from it. Yeah. The Bible says that the word is alive and active. Now, of course, I'm getting ahead of myself because... Yeah, yeah, we don't want to get too much into content here. Because the first step we got to talk about is God real. I mean, nobody's going to believe in God's Word or the Bible unless they know God is real. You can't believe in a book unless you know that the writer wrote unless it. Unless you believe in the author, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's my purpose. That's my ministry. I've had a home-based church for the past few years, and DJ, you've been gracious. In this room that we're in right now. Right. And um, uh, it, this podcast was your idea. Yep. And when you mentioned I thought, hmm, that may be a good way for us to get the message uh, of relationship out to people that maybe would never step foot in a church. Yeah. And maybe people that have been turned off by church. Right. Maybe people that have seen... It's a lot more accessible to people that don't want to go to a church. Right. To learn something just in a quick and easy way. If God is real and he's good, a good God, then why wouldn't you want to know that? Right. You know, we're big fans of uh, Phil Robertson's podcast, Unashamed. Unashamed. We, we highly recommend that podcast. Very much so. And he always says in that podcast, he always says, 
uh, Jesus's story, the story of Jesus, is the best story he's heard. And if you can come up with a better one, then he'd like to hear it, but he hasn't heard a better story. <laughs> well, um, he says there's no downside to it. All you got to do is love God and love your neighbor. There's no downside. No downside at all. And not everyone is a fan of that show, Duck Dynasty, or maybe the Robinsons, but we Robertsons. sure were. We yeah. sure were. Yeah. And um, what I like about Phil and his sons is the way they keep it real and keep it simple. Yep. They've definitely inspired us to do this podcast. And um, and we hope you can see they're sincere about it. To be as popular as them. <laughs> well, I don't think A&E is going to come knocking on our I door. I don't know. They might. <laughs> You've got the beard. <laughs> yes, inspired by Duck Dynasty, my beard. No, uh, listen, their approach to it is just, God, it's real. Yeah. The Bible's true. Yeah. Unashamed. They're unashamed, unashamed. to say that God yeah. is real. Well, I'm unashamed. My, my best thing, That's why we're doing this. My best thing I ever did is go all in. It took me many years of my adult life. I mean, I was saved when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. You said that. It took me to about 50. I'm 61 now, but it took me to about 50. You're 61? Yes, I am. It <laughs> doesn't look like it, does it? I'd look, yeah, look you a look day like over you, 30. You look like you're 75. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do play Santa Claus. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's another thing. So you want me to tell my story so now that you told yours? Yeah, go ahead. Why is why is a young guy like you uh, sitting here talking about God? I'm in it to get famous. <laughs> well, you ain't going to get rich, so. <laughs> no, probably not. No, I'm here to help. I'd say my goal for this podcast is to help younger people see the truth in God. And statistics show that we're losing younger people. Christ, yeah. uh, not we're losing, but Christianity. People are turning away from even God. kids that were have grown up in the church. By the time they make it to college, what's the statistic? Like fifty percent of them. I don't know the exact statistic, but a lot, a big yeah. majority of them leave the church by the time they get to college. And I think because you know, people your age are highly educated or more educated. They go on to more higher schooling, and they're. they're Are you saying I'm smarter than you? No, not at all. I don't know. My wisdom, my son, goes way beyond your years. No, but what I'm saying is this. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Do you want me to tell my story? Yeah, tell your story. (laughs) That's what you're saying. All right. So I've believed in God as long as I can remember. I've had faith in God as young as I have memories. I'm proud of you. And I became a Christian. I accepted Jesus as my Savior. I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was like six or seven. That young? Pretty young. I don't remember. I don't remember it very well. I remember the moment. I just don't remember when it actually was. But I remember the moment. But I never really took it all that serious. Well, I took it serious. I just didn't go all in, like you said. Well, I, I think a lot of people, especially are like because that. I was so young, I didn't understand it from most of that time. Right. I didn't know the grandness of God. I didn't know how important it was. But you sat five years under my preaching. 
No, that didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for most of my life, I just kind of not really went through the motions, but didn't take it as serious as I should have. And I got to the point in middle school where I started to doubt my faith, started to doubt God. I remember having these nightmares, very vivid, real nightmares of hell. And not just like the cartoonish, firing, fiery picture of hell that you think of. I remember thinking of like the despair and torture of spending an eternity in a godless, tormenting place. Well, think about this. Not to interrupt your story, but... No, go ahead. What makes me, me? And what makes you, you? I mean, you have a body, I have a body. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says we are made in his likeness and his image. Right, three parts. And if God is who he says he is, he he's the great I am, always was, always has been. Yeah. And he's eternal. Right. Then why wouldn't we as his creation be eternal. You see, we are, I really, what I am is a spirit. You're yep. a spirit. And I don't mean that in a spooky way. I'm a spirit who has a body, who has a mind. Spooky. And when you pass away, when, when, you, when you physically die, you simply step out of your body. That's really spooky. I'm still me. Right. I still we have. We saw my, that with grandpa. Yeah, when my dad died, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, but you couldn't see his spirit leave, but we got as close as you could have. And, you know, my dad had was blind in his left eye. Yeah. And, of course, I believe in healing. Right. I believe Jesus is our healer. Yep. I believe if you will uh, grow your faith or at least activate your faith. Well, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, it's topic. a whole other topic, but I believe you can be healed of anything at right. any time. And in Grandpa's last moment, like you were saying... In his when last he took moment, his last breath, yeah, his eye, which was smoky, grayish colored, it never know, was really in focus. You could tell right. he wasn't really looking at anything with it. He almost sat up. He had no strength left in his body. No, he he wouldn't didn't talk for like three days before that. And he he sat up in bed. He died at home, and he sat up in bed, and he was looking off in, yeah. into the dining room. Right. And he and I looked at him because I was sitting right by his bed, and I looked at him. And the first thing I noticed was, because he didn't have his glasses on, his mm -hmm. bad eye was as clear as a bell. You could tell he was looking at something. And I believe at that moment... And it wasn't he, in the dining room. <laughs> no, he could see out of that eye. Oh, yeah. I firmly believe that. And he took his last breath and he exhaled. And it, and he was so intent in what he was looking at, I turned and looked to see if I could see. What and after he took his last breath, he didn't even look like Grandpa. No. I mean, he obviously looked like Grandpa, but you could tell that a part of him left. We called, he didn't look quite the same. My dad's nickname was Big Jazz. Yeah. He was a big guy. Right. And, and so we called him Big Jazz. His name was James, but Big Jazz. And not just big and like a like hefty guy. Like he was just he was big. a big guy. Was, His hands were like twice the size he, of mine. He was I always, six, three, six. I remember when I used to see his hands, they looked like baseball gloves. Big hands. Yeah. He was just big. And I remember thinking to myself, Big Jazz has left the building. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was left was his body. But your grandfather, my dad, was not there. Right. He had gone to a different dimension, another place. We believe uh, it's heaven. I, well, he... 
I know where he's at right now. He's in paradise with Jesus. Yep. And wherever that is, I don't we'll know. be there with him. Yeah. And uh, the day's coming. Well, that's a whole nother. Oh, we're getting off topic. Yeah, Let me continue my go story. Ahead with, go ahead and tell us your story. <laughs> so I was having these nightmares about hell almost every single night for like two weeks. And they were starting to get me to doubt my faith and doubt God. I believe that it was an attack right from the devil. And I was just starting to not give up, but it was starting to get to me, starting to really worry me. DJ, I think there's a lot of people where their faith isn't strong enough or grounded enough in 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 fact in science that supports it right that they're taught to just to have faith because that's what your church says because that's what they're taught yeah so when it comes to personal need or personal situation where your faith is tested if it's not strong and well grounded in some in some reality you will question it. And that's what happened to me. And that's not wrong. We're, we're, we're educated to question everything. Yeah. So when religion comes a, along and Christianity comes along and, and, and church says, well, you just have to believe. Yeah. You have to have a good foundation before you can have a good belief system. Let's educate people with some scientific facts. We will do that. That shows God is real. Right. But let me continue my story. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I I didn't tell you about these dreams. I didn't tell anyone for a while. and But eventually I did tell you, and you were concerned, and you told me that you would, that was around the time you started the church, started our church, and you said you would do a series about why, if God is real, and why the Bible's true, using science and not necessarily using the Bible. Stuff that you could relate to. Right, yeah. And before he even started that series, I was going to a youth group, and I remember I was standing in the audience looking around while everyone was singing a praise song, and I remember thinking to myself, why are all these people here? Why are they all so happy praising God? (laughs) How can they know God is real? And I was just looking around thinking that, and I was just kind of lost and I tried to clear my mind, tried to just be open to anything, be in the moment. And I remember I was cold. I wasn't cold. I was felt a chill that wasn't like a pleasant chill. I was feeling really sad in that moment. I wasn't very happy and I was cold and had a chill. And then out of nowhere, just like out of nowhere, I felt a warmth rushed through me and Praise I Lord. heard God in my head tell me, he said, DJ, you're not alone. I am here for you. It reminds me about DJ in, in the Bible. It says, if you seek me and seek me with all your heart and you were doing some soul seeking. Yes. Yes, I was. The Bible says, if you seek me and seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you. Yeah. And at that moment, it's not that I, I I didn't want, or I, it's not like I was trying to get myself not to believe in God. Right. I just wanted. Verification. More foundation in my right. belief. Right. And later on with your 
series that you did that we're going to be talking about in the next couple episodes, similar information. With that, it just helped me draw so much closer to God and hearing him say that to me gave me so much more comfort that I was able to grow so much more in my faith. Well, there's nothing wrong with getting some factual foundation to go along with your faith. Right. So you can know that you know. Yeah. Instead of know that just because somebody tells you. Yep. Yep. Um, listen, I don't like religion very much. No. But I love God. Yep. I love his word. And I think every individual has questions. Yeah. And you're not going to find the answers to those questions just by going to church. Going through I, I'm not criticizing church. Church is good. I believe you should go to church. But you need to find out for you yourself. You need to take it serious. You, well, you need to find out for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You need to have your own experience. Right. And even after all of this happened to me, I still didn't take God as seriously as I should have. I still was, like you said, living for myself and doing what I wanted to do and not necessarily seeking the path God wanted me to take. And I mean, I'm still doing that. Obviously you're well, still doing, everyone's still doing that. We're not perfect, but we're trying to be better, but I wasn't really necessarily trying as much as I should have been even after this moment for the years. The, the devil's really sneaky. Yeah. If he can distract you with life and stuff and situations. Yep. Especially and, when and you're keep in you high focused school. on that there's, instead of God. There's so much going on in high school, right. you know. Right. So many new experiences and things to do. It just helped. It just got me away from God more than I should have been. But I, there's another moment in my life that I feel like sort of changed the direction of my future. What was that? It was this past summer, actually. When we went to the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. That was fun, wasn't it? It was a great time. Not only was it a great vacation, it helped me realize how important God is and how he should be the most important thing in my life. You know, I believe, and I've seen a lot of uh, people criticize Ken Ham and what he did. Ken Ham's the, creation, or the creator of the Creation well, Museum. He's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I've heard him under a lot of criticism, but that trip there yeah, and seeing how they represent creation from a biblical standpoint, right, and then going to the ark and seeing how they built that model to show how it was possible, right, scientifically possible, yeah, for that to have happened and store all the animals, um. That will take your church faith and put some scientific reality with it that will elevate your belief to a level you've never had before. And I would encourage anyone. Yeah, we definitely recommend. I want to go there again. Yeah. Go to the Creation Museum. Go to the Ark Encounter. If you you don't have the money to do that right now, if you can't do that right now, you can't travel right now anyway, coronavirus. Yeah. But, I mean, if you want to r- learn more about it, you can continue listening to this podcast, obviously. We're going to talk, gonna talk about, about a lot of it. But also, we recommend Answers in Genesis, which is the company that Ken Ham founded, or read 
They have a lot of information. Or read a book that Ken Ham wrote. He is a great author. A lot of scientific information. But we're going to talk about a lot of it on this podcast, I think. it's Creation versus evolution is definitely a topic that I have grown very interested in since we've gone to the Creation Museum. Well, especially, aren't you a biology major? Yes. And I have taken evolutionary biology my very first semester at UB. And going to the Creation Museum, it helped me realize doubts that I didn't even know I had. About what? About science or about creation? Both. And there's nothing wrong with that because we need answers. Right. And you, you need answer. I needed answers that I didn't even know I had questions to. Right, right. Like... Thinking about creation, like I always believed in creation. I always believed that God created the earth. But at the same time, I was always taught evolution. And I believed in evolution. And I just didn't really go into it because I was afraid of the answers and conclusions I'd come to. Well, listen, kids are taught, and I was taught way back, I was in high school in the 70s, way back then, that evolution is science and it's real. Yep. And, and God you taught that now. God is like not even included in that. Right. And uh listen, once you uh start reading the Bible and start getting an understanding of that, you say, hmm, this evolution thing has a lot of flaws. If you think that creation has a lot of flaws, evolution has just as many, if not more. I believe, and this is just my opinion, but by studying creation and studying the Bible and then studying evolution and studying science, I, know you're I, going I, with I, I believe it takes more blind faith yeah. yep. to believe in... And we'll get further into this. We'll explain it more. Evolution. We, yeah. we personally believe that evolution is a religion. It has very it's, it's religious as much, tendencies. It's just as much a religion religion as Christianity. Yeah, because you have to believe in something that you cannot see, you cannot prove. Not a blind faith. Yeah. Anyway, we'll go much deeper into that, but going to the Creation Museum helped me realize all of these things and helped me grow so much in my faith. Well, and why is that, Deej? I think it's because, and I'll answer the question for you, and you can tell me if I'm okay. wrong or yeah, not. Yeah, you answer my question. I'll me. answer the question. You got some scientific proof of God's existence. You got some scientific yeah. verification of the Bible. Yep. You got some foundation. Being a guy who goes to school for biology, which is a science, right. getting some science for the th stuff I believe in was very validating. Sure, because listen, if there is a God, then he, the reality is he gave us science. He is the greatest scientist yeah, of all. Right. He's so, the only scientist that knows everything. So my story, uh, we're, we're on to this past summer, so we're getting pretty close to now. Okay. So then the next big moment that happened in my life was not this semester that I'm in right now, but the previous semester, I remember... I was I had been studying for a big test coming up. I'd been studying for a few a week, two weeks maybe, a lot mm -hmm. of nonstop studying, hours on end. Big test, big exam. Okay. Which isn't which isn't a very uh rare occasion for me. To study? Yeah. But um 
I remember I was very frustrated with all this studying. I was getting very frustrated. And I went to go get food. I was driving in my car. And I wasn't really thinking about anything. Had nothing on my mind. And out of nowhere, I heard in my head another message from God. I heard, why don't you seek a career that helps further your faith and further your belief in God and help other people with their belief in God. Wow. Some sort of like ministries. So what did you do? At first I just thought, well, DJ, that was a stupid idea. Why did you do that? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's a dumb thing. I've I've already gone through almost all my schooling to be a doctor. Gone through... All these years of biology. Yeah, and, well, that's dumb. And then I thought, well, hang on. Well, what that is I, your goal? Your goal was to your goal with going to college was to become a pediatrician. Correct? Yeah, that's not my med goal. school. Yeah, but uh, then I, after I thought, well, that's stupid. I thought, hang on, that wasn't that wasn't my idea. I thought, hang on, that's that that's God saying, just keep well, your mind open. And you know how you can know that. Because when an idea pops in your brain or in your heart or in your soul or your spirit, however you want to say it, Mm -hmm. when you get this idea in your mind that you don't agree with, yeah, yep, where's it coming from? You know, yep. And I certainly didn't influence you. No, in fact, you called me. Yeah, I called you. I said, Dad, I don't know what to do. I I think I want to. And what did I tell you? Change my major. I don't know. And you said just. Stay open to new possibilities. Don't don't go do anything drastic. Just do what you know how to do. Yeah, just. I mean, I don't. I don't believe you would be going. And who knows? Maybe this podcast is something that could help me do what I want. Thought of. I remember God told me you wanting to be a pediatrician from early on. You were like sixth or seventh grade. I mean, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was (laughs) thirty. Let alone well, seventh I grade. I still don't think you know I what you still want to do. Don't know what I want to do, <laughs> but it was, I was amazed by the, your your um, determination and your early. And decision. I think I think I can use being a pediatrician to help people believe in God. And if you help. can get in med school, that's a whole different story. But so I think ahead. that will give me some credibility if I do research and help prove the existence of God. If I do studies, if people say, hey, well, he went to medical school, he had all this secular studies. Are you telling me that as you'll be a senior? I am a senior. I have one more semester after this. One more semester, a senior who is a biology major. My full major is a bachelor's in science of biology with a pre-health focus. So you know a lot of science and a lot of biology, and yet you believe in God. Yep, sure do. Not only that, I believe in creation. I believe the earth is only roughly 6,000 years old. I believe that we have... You're, you're, You're one of those young earth people. Yeah, so are you. You don't believe that it's billions and billions and billions of years you old. You Donald Trump, billions and billions. Now don't go criticizing our president, especially at this time of the... Um, yeah, so my my whole uh, billions and billions. <laughs> billions and billions. Hope you don't. He'll shut this podcast down if he sees you picking. <laughs> We're up. gonna build a wall around this podcast. 
It's going to be huge. I think maybe you got a future not in uh, science or uh, you got maybe a you maybe go on Jimmy Fallon or something. <laughs> Impersonist. Impersonator. Um. Anyway, so can <laughs> topic again. I think my purpose in this podcast and wanting to do this is to help people my age, younger people, realize that there's an option besides evolution, besides blind faith in science. You don't have to just discredit God and discredit the Bible because your science teacher in fifth grade told you that evolution is true. Well, evolution is true in the fact that things do evolve. We'll get further into that. People, Things do vary. We yeah. believe in speciation and adaptation. But not to the level. We don't think a cat went, can't ever changed into a dog. No. And, and I don't believe, I don't know if science has ever got any real scientific fact that non-living matter has evolved into living matter. Well, you want to hear a short little story? Even I told you a, that I took even a, a even on a smallest molecular molecular level. Um, I took I told you I took evolutionary biology my first semester at UB, and which is obviously a class about evolution. And my professor, on the very first day, she was talking about the beginning of Earth mm-hmm. and the beginning of life, mm-hmm. and she said. She said all these steps that have to happen, all these situations that have to occur for life to originate from non-living matter. Right. And she got to the point where life happens. And she said, and at this point, we don't know what happens. We don't know what causes life to happen from this point. We have never been able to figure that out. And she said in our class at UB, which is a secular public school, she said, I recommend believing in something higher. She said, I am personally a Catholic. And if you want any help with that, any help wow. with your beliefs, you can talk to me that's whenever pretty, you want. That's pretty bold for her to say that in a secular school. Yeah. Well, let's face it. Um, I challenge everybody to study it out. Right. Read the Bible. If you don't believe in the Bible, you should probably try reading it first. Well, and and you know, and don't be afraid of science. I I love science. Me too. I, I, I'm not rejecting science because I listen. You if, know that though, people don't believe in the Bible, but they've never even read it. How can you believe in something that you don't even know what well, it says? Let me tell you something. A lot of people form opinions on what they believe. It's like, you know, little kids when you try feeding them something, they're like. I don't you, like it. You give them broccoli. They're like, "Oh, I don't like broccoli." Like, and well, you ever had it? You like, no, it. no. Well, unfortunately, you're doing the same thing with the Bible. Well, unfortunately, people do that about God. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one of the questions when I did my research and my study is God real? I did that for myself, yeah, as a Christian. But I set that aside, and I wanted to get some. Well, no, I don't want to have a blind faith. I, I don't. Well, the Bible explains what faith is. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of, of things, things not seen. Right. That's Bible faith. But I thought if God is real, then science is really from God. And we shouldn't be afraid of science as a Christian. Yeah. And we should be able to use science to help us 
validate God. Yeah. And that's what my, my, my series that I talked about, Is God Real? That's what we did. Well, all the stuff that we talked about today, most of it, we're going to go further into detail quite a bit. Yeah, I think our future next, episodes. I think our first. We're gonna, we're running short on time here, this yeah. for this episode, we're getting towards the end of this episode. But in our next couple episodes, we'll see how long it goes. But we're going to be talking about is the Bible or is God true? That's going to be our is first God topic. Real? Yeah, I mean, is God real? Not is God true? Is God? You're real? not going to believe in the Bible unless you believe in the author of the Bible. Right. So we're going to be showing you scientific. Evidence straight from science that shows proof that God is real. Before we sign off, Deej, I want to say one thing. Yeah, you want to talk about some current events? Yeah, I'd like to talk about this disease or what's it, what is it, an illness? It's a virus. A virus that is sweeping the world. COVID-19. The coronavirus. It's very serious and it's very scary to a lot of people. Oh, yeah, There's we're definitely lot. in some scary, yeah. stress-inducing, anxiety-filled times. It's if you a, just watch the news, you should see how scared people are of this, and rightfully so. I, I've never seen anything like it in my lifetime. And Pandemic. I don't know as if the world has ever seen anything like it in well, its lifetime. But I think it has. You one of the, of the, one of the reasons I'm so glad that I have a relationship with God and that I believe in God's Word is because it gives me peace and it gives me hope and it gives me um, compassion for people. And I know God is love. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. And I know God did not cause this thing to happen. No, disease and illness is from the devil, from it, sin. Well, it's all sin and sickness. From Mother Satan, or Mother Sin and Father Wait, what did I say? Get, get, <laughs> if you're going to quote me, quote me right. What is it? Mother sin and father Satan. There you go. Anyway. Whew, that was a tough one. Um, I want to say this. Okay. You got some Bible verses? Well, in Second Chronicles 714, it says this. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Our land needs to be healed. And that gives me a peace. That gives me a hope. God, I heard somebody recently say in, 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 in lieu of this thing, well, don't worry. Who's Lou? Well, in, in reference to this. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. You're still trying to get on Jimmy Fallon, aren't you? <laughs> in reference to this whole thing saying, well, God's in charge. And I thought about that. Don't worry, God's in charge. Mm-hmm. Well, which is a pretty common phrase. Yeah, people are saying nowadays. And, and you know what? I don't. I know God knows everything. He knows what's going to happen. Yeah. But the Bible says that the world is under the sway of the devil. Yeah. And if you look at the beginning, uh, when God back in the Old Testament had a relationship with people, He told them if you do this, this, and this, and all these blessings will. In the book of Deuteronomy, all these blessings will follow yeah. you. But if you turn away, then all these bad things will start to happen. And I believe our country was founded under godly principles by godly men. And I, it's just my opinion. I believe we've kind of strayed away from that a little bit. 
If you take a dollar bill out of your wallet, it says, in God we trust. And I don't know as if the vast majority of the people in our country are really trusting in God. Um, I think we're trusting in science and we're trusting in man more than we're trusting in God. And we need to humble ourselves. We need to pray. You need to have a relationship with God because the peace that'll give you, he takes away the fear Yeah, and he gives you peace. In Proverbs 14, 12, it says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end leads to death. Hmm. Human beings are full of pride. Yeah. We like to think we know something. And, and thank God for doctors. Thank God for scientists. Especially in times that, like now. Right, exactly. Pray that these our leaders, pray that our president gets the wisdom that he needs. Uh, the doctors and the scientists get the wisdom they need. But ultimately, we're not very... Uh, we need to get on our hands and knees and pray to God because he is the only person I know that knows what's going to happen. Yeah. He knows the outcome. Yeah. And in 1 John 4.18, it says, perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love from God. And there is no love greater than the love that God has. God is love. Right. God just doesn't love us. He is love. Right. Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whomsoever should believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life. We're running short on time, so do you have any final thoughts on this topic? Yeah. Psalms 18.2. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. People, seek God with all your heart, and he'll replace the fear with peace and love that surpasses all understanding. And he'll get he'll get us through this. Yeah. God is good. He's good all the time. But we need to seek him. In times like this especially, we need to seek God. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm not personally scared of coronavirus because I know that God is there. God will heal me. God has always got my back. Always. But I'm afraid of other people's fear and what that will cause them to do. So I, I hope that people realize that God has got their back, especially the Christians out there. Everyone who does believe in God know that God is there. Well, and we got Bible for that. In Romans eight twenty eight, it says, and we know that all things, in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Yeah. People fall in love with God. Fall in love with God. We need him right now. We need his guidance. As a nation, as a people, we need to humble ourselves. Every human being needs to repent. Every human being needs to ask forgiveness. Every human being needs, needs to buy a ton of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and bread. Yeah. Tonight we went to the store and they were completely out of flour. Yeah, people are baking all of a sudden. <laughs> They're quarantine baking. Um, th- no, we don't mean to like make fun of the situation. It is funny, though. It's really scary, and it's going to be scarier here in the United States, I'm afraid. In, it's going to be getting like it is couple. in Italy. Hopefully not, but I'm afraid it might. And um, 
people that don't have a relationship with God or understanding are going to fear is, is can be maddening. Oh yeah. But well, stay tuned to our next podcast. Yeah. Um, our podcast, I know this one's going to be coming out on a Monday. And we will follow up with, I think, DJ, I think we ought to talk about Is God Real? Yep. We're, that'll be coming out this upcoming Saturday. And we should be posting an episode every Saturday. So if you listen to this today and you, you manage to stay with us the whole time, we thank you for it. And um, we look forward, and hopefully you'll come back and... Tell your friends and family. Yes. Support. Share this with anyone that we're you gonna, think will enjoy it. We're going to be talking about a lot of things, just not God and the Bible. We're going to we have some fun with this, too. And we want to talk about everyday life situations. Yeah. And how God can can help with that and right. make, your, make your life better. So if you want to send us your questions... Feel free. We have an email account. It's a RebornReportPod at gmail.com. We have an Instagram, Twitter, Facebook page. You can find us all at Reborn Report. Share us with your friends, like I said. You can talk to us on there. I'll definitely be checking all that. Dad probably won't be, but I'll tell him if you want to say something to him. I barely know how to check my email. He barely knows how to call someone on his phone. <laughs> So, so thank you. Yep. We'll look Keep forward. an eye out for the next episode. We'll look forward to seeing you guys all later. Thank you. You're going to see them? Where are you going to see them? Well, I see them through the monitor where I see myself. You know, you see yourself. Well, see, that's why I don't do all this electronic stuff. All right, see you next week.